Hey guys, welcome back to Gem Podcasts. And camp was absolutely insane. This is mainly what this episode is going to be about. It's about camp. Um, because if you guys are Christian, you know, um, if you've gone to summer camps or Christian camps, whatever, um, like the one that I've been to, the ones that I've gone to, camp is just a... It's... I don't really know how to explain it. I guess it's just like next level is what it really is. It's it's next level. So <clears throat> I'm going to kind of run through camp. Um, day one. Day one was tough. Um, not even going to lie. Day one was tough. So I had grown up at the same youth camp my whole entire life. Um, SOMO camp by... Lake of the Ozarks, and it is an outstanding camp. It's just, you know, it's it's great. It is a great camp, and I grew up there my whole life, and so inwardly, I think I had a little bit of a, a camp pride kind of thing with the camp that I'd grown up with, and I found myself comparing that camp to this camp, and that was extremely frustrating and draining and I just could not shake it I just could not shake this just comparing spirit that was just about me like I just it was just so frustrating just like every little thing I was just like well I my camp was better at this or whatever or if something was awesome and great I was like, well, this is River Valley. This is a big church. They have these things. So either way, it was a lose-lose. So that was just, that just kind of sucked. Thankfully, um, I, I, you know, I journaled it down. I just kind of got it out. I prayed that, you know, God would just allow me to just enjoy it and to, to not compare. And he answered that prayer. And so, um, first day also they have, they have like a little futsal area and so what futsal is it's soccer on like a court or like a hard surface it's not on grass or turf <clears throat> so um we there's usually like a futsal ball that's like heavier so it's not as bouncy um so it just makes playing on hard surfaces easier um but they they just had like a regular soccer ball which is fine i wasn't really expecting a futsal ball but and I got paired up with these kids. I'm a counselor. I was a counselor at this camp. Um, so I had a group of boys that I was their leader. And so I've never been a counselor before either at a camp. So that was just super fun. But I'm a counselor. And so I'm playing futsal with these kids. And there were some kids that... So we got paired off into teams or selected, whatever. And I get paired up with these guys. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, let's play. So we're playing, and these, like, two guys, okay, and keep in mind, um, futsal, I mean, it's supposed to be, like, five or six on a side, like, with a goalie, and this was small, so this was, like, smaller than normal futsal, so we've got, like, seven people on a team in a small space, so it's just, like, kind of crowded anyway, um, just a little too crowded, plus, like, two or three guys are just not paying attention Oh my gosh, these guys were not paying attention. They were like talking to people, like just not. Oh man, I was so ticked. I was so ticked. Like, 
competitiveness and like, especially soccer you know i played soccer my whole life like these guys aren't paying attention i'm ticked i'm so ticked i'm not like saying anything really but one of the guys is our goalie was barely paying attention oh anyway i was just like lord help me out here because i'm a counselor i need to be setting a good example lord just help me to show love and to to be loving the best that i can because they were just getting under my skin and eventually oh man i felt so bad so we were watching another futsal game so i was sitting on that standing on the outside of the the wall and i'm talking to this other leader and i was telling him i was like man my goalie like i'm just so ticked turns out he's standing right behind me and i was like oh no Oh, no, because I was just so frustrated. And and the other leader, like, he knew it. And he played soccer, too. So there was just, like, a mutual, you know, both played soccer thing. And I was like, dude, my goalie, oh, it's just so frustrating. It just ticks me off. And then the goalie's right behind me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, man. And he was like, I know. So, I mean, he he didn't really – there weren't really hard feelings about it, but I was just like, crap. Like, I should have been more mindful, and I really shouldn't have even really been saying anything. But that was a good old slap in the face. Um, but yeah, and like with like new things, I'm typically quite a social person. But some scenarios when everyone has their cliques and their groups or whatever, I just don't really fit in. Like in just those type of scenarios or situations, like I'm just not good. I just don't, I feel so out of place and like I don't belong. But so that was that I had a little bit of that going on. And then I wrote down in my notebook, I said, screw newness. Um, you know, I'm here and in the presence of God. And so I'm going to make the most of it. So that was kind of my, that's, I'm going to try and make that like my word for a little bit or my, um, saying, you know, screw newness. Like I've been here for a couple months, but like sometimes I don't know. I'm just, I just get like shy and it's just kind of pathetic, honestly. <laughs> um, so screw newness. Yeah. Um, night one, um, chapel, you know, we have a, the, I'm going to kind of run through some notes that I have here. Um, but talks about, you know, we have a lot to celebrate. Like if you spend like just a couple minutes, just thinking about the blessings you have, it, it's like endless. Um, but you know, no matter what God is worth celebrating. And that was kind of the, um, just the word for the night. And he said, um, I don't remember, I don't know who spoke this or whatever, who quoted this. I don't know, but said celebration is an active natural remedy to depression. Like just find something to celebrate and like. I don't, there, it was some scientific something like I know this sounds not scientific at all but <laughs> there was um, you know just an act or active natural remedy to depression um, and it's like we need to be celebrating um, celebrate the little things celebrate the good God things that happen um, because celebration is gonna you know promote whatever you're celebrating you're promoting that <clears throat> so you know and whatever that is um, whether that is, you know, just, 
with like coworkers, whatever, like celebrating things like you did a good job and they're going to continue to try and do that, you know, hopefully like in relationships, like celebrating things or thanking them or just in friendships, like thanking someone for something. They're going to want to do that again or, you know, whatever. Um, um, We talked about God's love a bit and, you know, God's love is loyal and merciful and which is just it's always good it's like um god is loyal and faithful when we're not and just sometimes it's just like that's just so good to hear and they talked about how we lived in a world that lacks loyalty and it's just so true like we one thing goes wrong and we're out and so finding you know like love and the faithfulness like learning to love faithfulness that was I, th- I shared that in another episode and that was like the twig days but learning to like fall in love with faithfulness um <clears throat> which is super good and then receiving god's love and mercy every single day like going through that and just hearing him say that it was just such a good reminder to like sit just sit in silence for a bit and just acknowledge that the God of the universe that created everything and created you loves you so deeply and he wants the best for you. And just sitting in that and acknowledging it and just opening your heart to that truth and just sitting in that for a minute, like to start your day or, you know, in a spot in the middle of the day where you have time <clears throat> to just acknowledge and just receive that love. Um, that was super good, and I've been doing that, you know, since camp started, which has been so good. Um, he says, every day God is creating new mercy that we don't deserve, um, which is, honestly, like, these notes are just so good, just to go back through, for even just for me. You know, God's already, for, if we've asked for forgiveness, God's forgiven us. Like, we don't have to go back and ask for forgiveness for something that we've asked for forgiveness, like, yesterday or whatever. Like come to him with new things um and you know like he he's already forgiven it like he doesn't need to hear it again right like that's it like it's forgiven let's move on and acknowledge his love and his faithfulness and you know bring something up new with god not not the stuff that you've been talking about with him like for forever and asking for forgiveness for the same thing like obviously like if you keep messing up i think you should ask be asking for forgiveness but you know, if you if you've already asked for it, it's there. And we kind of talked about how God, God's love is not forced. We're able to choose to to love Him back or not. And kind of just mentioned how you know God is is a gentleman, and He's not going to force Himself on anyone. But He's knocking. He's a gentleman, which I, I've heard that a lot before, but it's always good to hear again. And um, it says, come to God with a love letter of a memory, memories and the journey that you, have got, you and God have had together. Like, it's so good for us to go through the memories that, that God has brought us through, the things that God has brought us through, uh, the miracles, the ways he's provided. It's so good to go through those things. It's just a faith refresher, honestly. And so, um, and just being real with God, like... That was kind of another point of the night, which is being real with God. Um, because he already knows. He already knows what's going on. So why would you not be real? Like, not being real is, like, almost like almost like lying, I would say. 
you know, God was just working so much at camp, and um, he freed me from some from some things that were just um, kind of eating me up a little bit, and it was absolutely amazing, and God was just working so much. Um, you have to step into our, we have to step into our call, and that was super good. Like, what do we need to do to step into our call? Um... Like, we got to figure that out. Like, what am I What am I not doing right now that could be helping me to jump into my call? And then, so there were some students that spoke and, you know, some key key points that I just wrote down that I thought were really good. There's, like, two things. You know, always be ready to preach, pray, or die. That was, that just kind of hit me in the face. I was like, whoa, that's pretty good. And the second one was God's call misses no one, <clears throat> which I just thought was super good. And then, um, you know, how can you set yourself up for success? Like, what are some things that you can do, you know, for your goals or call or whatever it might be to set yourself up for success? Like, make a list or just, just, just like, write, like, one thing down, whatever. Just something that you can do to um, set yourself up for success. And then a lot of people actually spoke into my life, which was crazy. Crazy. Probably the most insane story about camp was one of my buddies that I've met up here interning. He had been... Actually, he was in the back corner of chapel. And I can't remember if this is like pre-service prayer or like during the worship service. I think this is probably during worship. If I remember correctly, I think it was during worship. And he's he's sitting in the back row, in the back right corner, I remember. And he was he was sitting there. And he was just having his time with God and I was I was kind of pacing around the back like singing and praying pacing around the back and so I'm on the opposite side of the room and I'm walking kind of back toward his way pacing toward him and I see him and I was in my mind I was like man should I pray for him seems like it's kind of his time and so I get back to his side and then I was like you know I'm gonna go back to the other side and then when I come back again then I'm gonna pray for him so I pace back to the other side and then I come back to him and so I put both of my hands on his shoulders I'm behind him and he's sitting down in front of me so I put both of my hands on his shoulders and his head just kind of like drops down and I wasn't saying anything out loud I was praying all of this in my head I was just kind of like Lord would you just purify his thoughts and mind would you heal his mind like that's just kind of what was going on I was just praying for his mind and 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 then in that um, I put my hand on the back of his head while I was praying for his mind. I, it just happened. I don't remember me ever doing that before, really. But I put my hand on his head. And, and then, you know, I finished praying. I go back to kind of my spot, like my actual seat. Um, I wasn't pacing. I went back to my seat um, and just continued to worship. And then, you know, I, I feel like a tap on my shoulder. or and, it, and, it's, and it's him. He's right behind me. And he's got, like, tears in his eyes. And he's like, Jarrett. God just healed my mind. And so I'm ecstatic. I'm like jumping up, like yelling. I'm like, let's freaking go. So pumped. I'm like, praise the Lord. And so we're just hugging for a minute. Like he's bawling. We're, we're all just crying. I don't even know what was going on. <clears throat> like I'm just, I don't even know what I was saying. It's probably just like, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And it, so um, what I didn't know was that for nine months, he had been struggling 
with like severe cloudedness in his mind and just thoughts that he did not want to have he just like couldn't control his thoughts and he was having thoughts like against god that he didn't want to have but he was having them and he was just in this like clouded state for like nine miserable months and he um when he opened his eyes well actually whenever i put my hand on the back of his head he knew i was praying for him and in that moment he knew i was praying over his mind and in that like i don't know how he knew that i mean i'm assuming it's like the holy spirit but he knew i was praying over his mind even though i wasn't even saying saying anything and then as soon as i put my hand on his head he felt the holy he said he felt the holy spirit come over his whole mind and heal him instantly in in that moment like it just like came over his mind and then when he opened his eyes everything was so clear and it was on and it was the craziest thing and honestly this is probably the coolest thing ever like i've never been used by god in that way and i think it was the second night i literally think this was the second night and so that was just crazy and then after that um you know i was able to god just like led me to just to pray for guys like it was just this weird like him him as i was walking it was like him 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 and almost all of them i think it was like five or six maybe ish maybe like four or five i don't know but like almost all of them struggle with pornography and so i was just able to speak over them and just pray with them and it was so cool um I, and i know that <clears throat> like you can find a crowd of 100 guys and almost all of them will be struggling with it but it was it was just so cool that god used me in those moments to be able to speak to them um because a lot of these kids are christian and and you know probably a lot of them i mean don't struggle with it maybe some do i don't know but it doesn't really matter god led me to speak to those guys that did and it was honestly so cool and i uh <laughs> um there were some i got hurt a couple times during camp <laughs> i got a i got a little uh knock below the belt which was tough um <laughs> We're playing a a water game on a slip. Like uh, there was like soap and water on this tarp. We were running around. Got hit pretty hard. Doesn't feel too great. So I had to get carted off to the nurse. Actually, <laughs> I just like crawled over to the the side where the grass was, and I just like collapsed, and it was bad. But we're all we're all good now. And then, uh, <laughs> um had so many people speak over me and honestly like the the night after that god used me to just pray for a lot of people too and i just felt like god was just using me so much i've never felt like i was used like that before like to be able to be used by god in that way just like boom 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 person 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 pray for them pray for them pray for them. It, it was just so cool and <clears throat> there was praise the lord um there were there are a lot of things actually in this that I won't share until um I don't even know really how to describe it but some things like have to happen before I can share some things so there are some things that happen that I'm not actually going to share um which is exciting but um you know, God actually gave me a second chance 
in, in one of these prayer moments. There was a kid named David um, that I got to pray over. <clears throat> and I saw him in the back, and I just knew he needed prayer. Like, I just knew it. I, I just felt it. I just, like, he needs prayer. So I walked. Okay, so the Holy Spirit told me to get to know him. The Holy Spirit told me to get to know him. And I was like, what? And, I was, and so what did I do? I went up to him and asked. I asked him, hey, do you need prayer for anything? Is that getting to know him? Absolutely not. That is not getting to know him. And so he literally was like just shut off. He, he just like turned off. He's like, no, I don't need prayer for anything. And so I was like, crap, like I messed up. I was like, oh, it's like, dang it. I knew I needed to get to know him and I didn't. And so then I saw him leaving and I was like, crap, I need to go find him. I'm, I was kind of like walking around the back. I see him leave. And then so I see him just go sit on this uh, bench with one of the leaders. I was like, all right, I'll just wait for him to kind of maybe, I'll just wait for a better time. So I see him again. He's out kind of by himself. So like, perfect. I'll get him when he's alone. <laughs> I mean, that's not like, it was kind of what I was thinking, but not in that tone. I was like, sweet. I'll have like time to talk to him. So then I was like, then I actually listened to the Holy Spirit and I asked him what his name was, kind of got to know him. And then, you know, kind of some things start to be revealed about his family and some things like that. And I was able to pray for him and just be there for him, which was awesome. And it was just so crazy. And I'm so thankful that God gave me a second chance um, because that kid totally could have like been shut off um, from the first time and not even wanted to talk to me again, which was awesome that I got to God gave me a second chance. I actually got to talk to, you know, some people um, that I interned with. That was just super awesome. And one of the super cool things. Oh, yeah. Another little miracle. Um, one of the interns that went to camp with us, um, she asked if she had a minute, you know, just to just to talk like quick about something that she just wanted to like verbalize and to just speak. And in my spirit, I was like, man, I don't think I'm, like, I would love to. Yeah, like, I'd love to, but, like, I'm not the guy. Like, there's something that someone else needs to hear. So, like, someone else needs to be able to speak something to you that I'm just not going to do it. It's someone else is going to need to hear this so they can speak what they need to speak or whatever. And so, praise the Lord, I listened because <clears throat> literally right after that, she was just like, yeah, you were right. Like, I wasn't. I was able to share what I really needed to share, and I don't think I would have been able to share that with you. I was like, praise the Lord that, that God brought the right person along. Like, I texted her. I was like, nope, I'm not the guy. And she was like, okay. Like, she was like a little hurt, I think, but um, right after God sent the person that needed to be there, which was just so awesome. And it was so cool just to see that miracle happen, like, right there. I was like, boom, little miracle right there. Um, <clears throat> our boldness is a blessing. That was probably my favorite message was just our boldness being a blessing and just being bold and i just love the thought of being bold i love everything about it and <clears throat> it was just so great and talked about how we were made to turn the world upside down and that serving jesus isn't always easy but it's always edifying and it's just so good um always come to church ready to give something not not always what we can get from it but what can we give to it? And in giving, we're going to get so much more. Um, always come to church ready to give something. Worship, you know, a word to someone else, encouragement, a teaching, 
um, the responsibility, you know, it's not just the pastor, it's the whole church body. And so that was super good and kind of just like, whoa, like, what are we doing as the body, you know, attending, attending church? Um, are we just attending? So that was super good. Oh, man, there's a lot. Oh, coming to others with grace and truth. Uh, whenever we come to people who might not believe or whatever, um, sometimes I guess it can be easy uh, for me, at least to just um, like not be as i don't know like i guess it's more of a mental thing but sometimes it's hard the grace aspect um that can be a little difficult sometimes but just a good reminder to come to others with grace and truth with the love that we have and great quote that i had also was just that obstacles are nothing when you're chasing something and so that was just so good like when you're chasing something you will do whatever it takes to get to that thing and obstacles are nothing. And so like we can apply that to like everything just to our effort um, with things. Like if we're chasing after something or want something, what are we gonna let get in the way? Um, hopefully nothing. And so we told a story, the speaker told a story about a kid that's in his youth group and he's kind of, you know, I think I think I think he explained him as a little bit socially awkward, but he carried his Bible everywhere. And so he took him out to like a ice cream shop or took him out for something. And he he has a Bible with him and he was like, "Why do you have your Bible for?" And he said, "I don't want people to question what I believe." And just in that moment, he was just like, "Whoa." Like like this kid just kind of spoke to me in that moment. That's kind of what his his uh, posture was, and I was like, "Dang, that's so good!" Like, people should not question what we believe. If like, if someone's not sure if you're a Christian or not, you should probably figure that out with God. And um, there's there's probably something that you can work on. I mean, obviously, it's something that everyone can work on. But if people don't know you're a Christian, that's scary. That is scary. Um, it definitely limits the amount of people that you're gonna be able to reach. And and it's, that's that's kind of a scary thing, I think, if people don't know. You know, I think everyone should know what you believe in. Um, and especially if we're living um, the way that we ought to be living for Christ, I think people ought, people should definitely know there should not be a question. Um, and they said, what kind of Christian does not share their faith with any of those who are hurting or your best friends? What kind of Christian doesn't share their faith with their friends who are hurting or or with whomever? is hurting or, or not even hurting just don't even know like who who are who are we to withhold that like we are told to do the opposite and so many of us shy away from it um oh man let's see what else i got here <laughs> so many things happened at camp um camp was just such an experience and we've been going through um, some anchor verses at church, um, just verses that we can hold on to, and Romans eight twenty eight, and you know, um, he works all things, for the good of those who love him, and so all things, like not not just you know, um, you know sometimes we just want him to you know do the things now or now 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 now, but some things have to take time, and so I kind of wrote down like microwave versus an oven. 
Like, sometimes the thing we want now aren't what's best for us or aren't the good things. But it takes time, and that's going to end up being better, like an oven. <laughs> but <clears throat> I had a I had a thing. I had a thing. <laughs> In my devotion times yesterday or a couple days ago, I just felt like the God told the God. I just felt like God told me, um, you know, give me your best, and I'll do the rest. That was just so encouraging. Um, you know, just... Jared, you do your part and just watch me do my thing, kind of. <laughs> like, you do what you can do, and then, you know, I'm going to do what I can do. And so it was just so encouraging. I've been reading some more um, Chase the Lion, and there's a guy named Tucker in this book, um, a story that Mark Batterson tells. And he goes into, um, like, the Republic of the Congo or something during, like, a civil war. And... Um, his friend was like, if you go in, you you won't come out. And then Tucker's response is absolutely just beautiful. He says, God didn't tell me I had to go out. He only told me I had to go in. And so just the obedience, and he did pass away in that. And so just his obedience, like God didn't tell me I was going to make it to the other side. Or, you know, it was going to be whatever. But... I know he told me to go in, so I'm going in. And the, just that faith is amazing. And he did make it to the other side. He made it to heaven that day. And so it was just, that was just so inspiring. Um, we, we've we been talking about, or I guess I don't even know who spoke this to me. Oh, it might have been at church. I can't remember. But so when you don't feel qualified to be here, I feel like I don't belong. Remember that the Lord brought me here. Like I'm here for a reason. No matter you know, qualifications or no matter what, you know, we're here, for, I'm here for a reason, especially just like spoke to me like personally, like I'm in Minnesota, I'm staying in Minnesota and just me, you know, I guess continuing to just say, screw the newness. Like it doesn't matter. And Satan's going to come at me with, I you know I don't belong here. I don't have whatever. I don't whatever. And so God brought me here for a reason. And just me holding on to that is going to be huge. Um, so that's kind of what's been going on. You know, camp was absolutely insane. And camp is just always amazing. Um, I, uh, I guess the last little story here. I jumped I jumped off a golf cart and wrecked my elbow. The, uh, the last night at camp, um, all the kids try and sneak out. Well, not all the kids, but... A good amount of kids just just some just for fun like just just to say they snuck out at camp like most of these kids aren't really trying to do anything bad and just just to sneak out just for sneaking out sake so with that being said they had a lot of counselors well they needed a lot of counselors to stay up and so i was like heck yeah why would i not stay up well they didn't well i guess need is kind of a strong word it's just like we would really like it if we had some extra counselors. Um, and you, and if anyone wants to volunteer to stay up for night watch to, like, patrol, then we're going to take you. So I was like, heck yeah. It's the last night at camp. I'm staying up all night. And I'm going to just have a blast, like, just keeping kids in line, chasing them down when they run away. And <clears throat> so we had this one kid. Actually, let me rewind. We're on golf carts patrolling um, the campgrounds. And so we see this one kid, 
and he's just he's running. You know, we're like we're like we got a runner, we got a runner, and so we're on his golf cart. I think we're going like as fast as we can on this thing. I don't know, but I did not think it was that fast, and so I jump off. My feet can't keep up. I like slip fall i don't even know really what happened but i'm sliding on the concrete for a bit like smacking my elbows super hard i just jump off this golf cart onto the asphalt and just eat it and so i'm like sliding on this road and then i smack my hip and my elbow my elbow's numb and then oh man it was just rough and my elbow's still recovering it's pretty gnarly gross scabby gross hopefully it scars if it doesn't scar that's gonna suck but you know (laughs) it is what it is that was just fun honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't take it back it was worth it stayed up all night went to the nurse's office at like 6 a.m i knocked on the thing and she didn't answer so i just laid on this couch then i ended up like taking a nap for like 10 minutes then knocking again she then she was able to help at night she sprayed oh it was so bad she sprayed me with this like antibacterial something or other and it just stung like no other. It hurt so bad. Um, but then we got back out there chasing kids around. So much fun. But, you know, some people were, like, kind of ticked because, you know, they are just trying to go to bed. And I was honestly kind of living for it. I felt like I was made for that job. Like, I played soccer my whole life. I've run. I love just, just sprinting and just, like, making justice happen felt so good. But that beside the point. God is... God is so, so good, and he's he's been working so, so much. Um, I guess just still great word is just to learn to love faithfulness. It doesn't always have to be an emotional high or an emotional experience. You know, those things are great and amazing, but sometimes you just got to love faithfulness and just do it every single day. Read your Bible every single day. Just do what you know you need to do, and, you know, sometimes you're not going to feel much at all. Sometimes you're not going to feel it at all. But just doing that and knowing that God's going to bless you, bring you from glory to glory. You're not always going to be in glory, per se, but um, he's going to bring us from glory to glory. So I just want to kind of leave you guys with that, just to continue to do what you know you need to do. And hope you guys have a great day.